Welcome to the Emblem Support Podcast. Representing the Kingdom of Fargus, I am Ordo, and he is representing the Leicester Alliance as Cardwiz. Build an army, trust no one, except for us. This is the Emblem Support Podcast, and my good friend Ordo, before we put on our minor 49er gear in order to pan out the perfect golden pathway, I must ask you, what have you been playing recently? Uh, I've reached what I consider, I guess, is uh, close to the end game stuff for uh, Pokemon Legend Arceus. Um, I'm not going to talk about that, obviously, but uh, something I've actually been playing since they added it to the Xbox Game Pass is uh, Dan Ginrampa, which is, um, I got past the first case. I'm like, this is pretty interesting. I do enjoy the Danganronpa series. I sadly did not play the first two because I watched a YouTuber play them, but I played the third one for myself. And I absolutely loved it. Some fun twists and turns, fun characters to get to know, lots of murders to solve. Just all around fun, good, family-friendly time. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) family-friendly. And y'all give me the ultimate despair. It's punishment time. Yeah, that uh, that that was less Monokuma. And more like Bobbity from Dragon Ball <laughs> on my end. <laughs> but uh, yeah, since since that's also like kind of story based, and I know some people are actually like getting to play that for the first time uh, via this or the Switch. I don't I don't really want to talk about it that much. Yeah, d- don't want to give away too many things in a story based game. It's it's hard to talk about a visual novel like that. But again, just I recommend if you like visual novels, you like murder mysteries, play Danganronpa. Fun old time. What about you, though? What have you been into? I have been trying to make a dent in my catalog because of all the games that are coming up. It's made me feel ashamed. It's like, oh, I've got so many games I haven't beaten, including Arceus. I haven't played Arceus in like a week. I think I've only gotten to like the fourth area in that. And I just kind of like stopped because like I went to two or three areas in an area. I was just like, oh, I'm seeing the same Pokemon I've seen before. I'm going to take a break. I just haven't gone back to it. I need to go back to it because I was enjoying it. Yeah, that is a problem. Like, I found that, like, it, it, I think it is that third and fourth area where I'm just like, okay, here's Zubat, here's Geodude, here's Graveler. Like, where, and, and there are some, there are some of, like, the, um, I guess the Gen 4 Pokemon. Gen 4 is, like, the big, Gen 4 is, like, a big, like, gap for me because I didn't play it back in the day. But I'm guessing these are some Gen 4 Pokemon there in there, but they're not really exciting to look at. I have killed so many Paris, it's not funny. Paris is ridiculous. They just won't stop. You think, oh, cute little mushroom Pokemon. No, they will hound you to death, and then they'll chase you into the Alpha Parasect, who will hyperbeam you in the face. Luckily, I haven't been hyperbeamed in the face. I haven't gotten anything horrible to happen to me yet, although I did have a boss fight that kind of glitched in. I was just like, am I in lava right now? It's, it was it was weird, but oh well. Uh other games I played, I finally, I, I did successfully put a dent in my back catalog. I beat Atelier Rizo, which I had a good time with. I, it's a game where you're playing a teenage girl who becomes an alchemist because, oh, this is neat, and I can find purpose in my life. You solve mysteries, and the, I've only played two Atelier games, but they're both pretty open-ended with how you complete the quest. It's not just like, uh, hey, here's a linear path. It's just like, eh. Figure stuff out on your own. There's a story. You'll figure it out. Make stuff. And we'll tell you when to make an important thing. There you go. Have fun. And I finally beat it the other day, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, they do look like pretty interesting games. Um, I've not 
I've not really wanted to play one because I've got so many other like RPGs that are just sitting in my backlog that I've got to go through. Yeah, I understandable. To, uh, I need to get back to um, Shin Megami Tensei Five. In fact, <laughs> now that I think about it, you're almost there. Uh, you can do it. Yeah, I had this thing where I, where I got I'm I'm I guess close in the end game as well to uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Then Pokemon Arceus came out. I'm just like, you know what? I need something that's a little different, a little bit more upbeat. And then I got to Arceus. I'm almost to the end of the post to the, uh, I'm in the end game to that. And I'm just like, you know what? I won't play Dank and Rob. <laughs> so I went from darkness to light back to darkness. Right now I'm trying to stay in the light. Like I'm, I am preparing my mind for triangle strategy, which is just coming out in a few weeks. So I'm trying to be like, okay, I want to stay away from the intense turn-based stuff. I'm just going to play some Games I'm familiar with. Just going to play some usual roguelikes. I'm just going to play some puzzle games. Going to play some Atelier games. That's nice and happy. Oh, it's I. I just need to be in a peaceful state of mind before I stress myself the hell out with triangle strategy. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. And you know what else is going to be fun today, Cardwiz? What is going to be fun? Has anything important or relevant happened in the world of Fire Emblem? It has. But before we get to that, I actually have two corrections. But, so, but we're perfect. I, it's, it's what I thought. It's what I thought. But events have come to lead me to realize that I'm the flawed one. Uh, so these corrections come by way of, and you may have heard of this person before, uh, Plan Ordo on Twitter. Um, first one goes back a few episodes ago on our Tokyo Mirage Sessions episode where I said that Laloom was one of the shopkeepers. It's actually Kath. I got them confused because they have like the same orange hair and they generally have like the same color palette for their clothing. Um, and then the second one is from the previous episode when we were talking about like facial expressions. Um, for some reason I, I alluded that, Oh yeah. Like awakenings when we really got facial expressions, but like they were there in path of radiance and radiant dawn. So I don't, I don't know why I said that probably just a slip of the tongue, but yeah, that's, that's all. If, hey, if you ever find corrections, hit us up on Twitter. There are, facial, happy to read them out. there are facial expressions in the GBA games. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't... Uh, me being dumb, honestly. But our um, we had a Nintendo Direct drop, and... Can you believe it? Three. We got the third in that series. I can't believe it. I I mean, you and I actually did like a... Uh, uh, what, what a, we a did reaction... A- we did a full-on reaction on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash cardwiz. That's twitch.tv slash cardwiz. And like, I mean, I, I knew what it was at first. Like, as soon as I saw it, I was just like, holy crap. And, then the, guy was, and then the guy was playing the flute? And I was like, yes, it's Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <laughs> and I was just sitting there waiting. Okay, when are the blades going to come out that have the gotcha mechanics and all that stuff? But then I didn't really see that, so I just kind of zoned out. And let you freak out. Yeah, we we even went back and we did like trailer analysis. Um, I was just like, I, I I think it's like as soon as it kind of pan, the camera panned upwards and it showed like this robot looking thing. I was just like, it's Xenoblade. It's Xenoblade. And uh, you know, Carlos, I thought it was kind of weird that you wanted to bring me on the podcast to talk about Xenoblade Chronicles three. I mean, so I mean, you may not notice it's a Fire Emblem podcast, but you know, um, you know. It's something close to your heart. I thought you'd really appreciate this time. Think of it as an early birthday gift where you can just talk all about Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh, oh, dang it. I forgot. Uh, what was that first thing at the start of the Direct? Something something really opened up the Direct that made us really excited. We both started to scream and freak out. I might have blacked out ever since then. But what was it? Something I oh, really wow. wanted. Something that we both knew three. or at least anticipated was coming. Something three. three. 
Um, That's right. Fire Emblem Three Hopes. We've got our Muso, baby. We knew it was coming. I, watching some other people react to it since we did the reaction, it, it turns out uh, apparently not everyone knew that a Muso of Three Houses was probably coming. I guess they should have listened to the uh, Emblem Sport podcast so they can get a heads up. But yeah, so something that we anticipated was coming is actually having it. I'm super excited about it. I mean, like you and I talked about when we were doing our Blue Lions playthrough, like when you, you can zoom down in what I kind of dubbed the quote unquote warriors mode, I'm like, okay, you can run like a warriors game in this and you have armies running behind you like a warriors game and you have, yeah, your army people running behind you. I'm just like, they're going to make a, they're going to make a warriors game out of this. But apparently, just like listening to some other people, like um, Good Vibes Gaming, great. Those guys are great. Go check them out. They were like, "Whoa, this is so surprising! I can't believe this." I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, guys, it was kind of there in your face. But it is here, and it looks like it's going to be the golden route, where possibly all the three houses actually get together and get along through the power of friendship and murdering thousands in a single battle we might be able to get a happy ending for everyone. Maybe we'll see when it comes out. Yeah. The Japanese website for it lists. This is, or it was either a Japanese website or a Japanese interview that said something along the lines of, Oh, this could be another possible route. I'm just thinking, no, just make this the route, make this the golden route that gives me a more satisfying ending for Edelgard and the black Eagles. The only thing I am wondering about is is this going to involve time travel because you know the nintendo muso games with the age of calamity and the fire emblem warriors it's just like they love to get time travel involved in this so i'm just wondering if that's going to be involved or there's just what the heck is the path going to be to get there yeah i i guess i'll go ahead and mark this episode uh potential age of calamity spoilers Mm, what (laughs) oh yeah well everyone knew that time travel was involved it was in the trailers for that one I, don't, I wasn't really watching much of the trailers for that one. I, you know what? Go. You know what? I'll go ahead and talk about it. So here's the thing that I really don't want from this game, and it's something that annoyed me with Age of Calamity, because some of the, a lot of the marketing stuff for Age of Calamity was you know find out what happened 100 years ago in the past that led up to the events of Breath of the Wild, and I was down for that 100. percent And then about halfway through, they abandoned that for its own like original story thing based on their little, like a little robot. I think it's called Terrico, their little robot guy. And they, I'm trying to turn this to an age of calamity ramp, but I mean, uh, whatever I'm here. Go for it. Go for it. Okay. So they end up taking, they end up making like, again, major spoilers here for age of calamity. So with the time travel shenanigans, they end up pulling in the future champions to help out, to save the old champions so that the future doesn't go awry. And, we get a different ending that doesn't end with Link ending up in the Chamber of Resurrection at the start of like how Breath how Breath of the Wild starts out, and that aggravated me so much that it pretty much soured me on like the entirety of the game. I didn't buy any of the the DLC, and once I was done with the main story, I was just done with that game. Period, because I was so disappointed about that story. And that, that this is what I don't want from this game is to give us like this alternate story that's going to really change the story in a disappointing manner. Like if this goes on to have, if this goes on to give us the golden route where Edelgard and Dimitri and Claude can all be talked into like, Hey, 
we can all work together and achieve a better future. That kind of change I'd be totally for, but I don't want something that abandons a premise like age of calamity did. That's my rant. We hopefully we get the true thing that we want where all three come together and share Byleth. That can mean some different things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Let, let's talk about the game in general, the things that we want and hope for three houses, right? Three hopes. Huh? Huh? Uh-huh. What, what, what is something that you are really a realistic thing that you are looking forward to potentially? Something that's a little realistic is that we see mid, I'm not really sure what you call it, mid skip. Would that be as the right word to say? Mid skip yeah. designs for like the other characters, even if they may not be playable. Yes, that's not something that we've mentioned yet. All three of the main characters that they showed in the characters in the trailer showed something in between the uh, the school phase and the war phase. Everyone has different sprites to them, and they're all sort of like an in-between thing. Like maybe this is like a year later or six months after the initial time skip, but that's something we, we have no idea about how that works, but it's going to be fun. I mean, they, I mean, after... I don't know. There's like, there's so much in this game that I'm just like, I'm totally down for since it's a more story focused uh, game. Right now. One of the big things I'm hoping for is that all of the students are playable. I want to see all of those characters that I grew to uh, grew attached to grew to love. I want to see all of them be in this game, be playable. And all of them have new art style. Since we've already seen the three main Lords have new art style and we've seen Huber have a new art style. I, I hope all of those characters get love. I just hope that we don't like drop Ignatz or Caspar or something like that just for the heck of it. I mean, we can drop Ash. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, there are <laughs> Ash fans. I, I was surprised to find out there are a lot of Ash fans out there. Really? Okay. I thought, I thought he was just all right. Yeah, he was, he was the most middling person for me, but just like, hey, everyone, everyone has their fans. Some people might say that about Dorcas and I would punch them in the face. They'd also be wrong because Dorcas is amazing. I want Dorcas in this game. That, <laughs> Dorcas that, in a Warriors game. That's something I, I want to address as something that I don't want from this game. I don't want them to pull a Fire Emblem Warriors and just have a bunch of key characters from other games. I want this to be focused on three houses. I just want my three houses children here that I could, so I can teach them how to murder thousands of people within like a 10 minute time limit or something like that. Yeah, that is something I was really wondering about because uh, I did a. I actually typed down like pretty much every single character. I think I might have listed a couple of characters twice as I'm looking at my list. Um, but I looked through the entirety of the list and I was just like, okay, Age of Calamity has 21 playable characters. Um, Hyrule Warriors, I didn't write this down, like Definitive Edition has 33 or 30. It's, it's, it's in the low 30s. And the character roster of just the students, I believe, is roughly 33 as well. So I'm thinking that, man, yeah, we could have to- we could totally have all the characters like playable. But then I wonder, like, will we end up with clones? Oh yeah, we're go- we're totally going to have a lot of clones. I'm just hoping that we have a good like 13 to 15 different types of fighting styles because like 
we look at the lords we've got so far. The, the people we know are in the game through either gameplay or just through logical guessing. Like with Claude, we have archery, who's potential also flying archer. He is flying archery also, but we've seen him on the ground too. We've got the lance style with Dimitri. You got Aglar's axe style. We know Hilda's in the game, presumably because of a single frame that's in the trailer. So is she going to have the same fighting style as Edelgard? I hope not. Going to have. Uh, I, I just hope that we don't have 50 sword people like in freaking warriors, but based on what we've seen so far, based on the characters that we know from three houses, I don't think we're going to have that problem unless every single original character was wielding a sword, but uh, I hope not. I was also thinking about like the different magic styles too, because or not the magic styles, but the different magic classes, right? Because you have some that are on horseback you have, and then you even have like variety, like, Oh, here's light magic and here's dark magic. And here's like the anima magic. And then for like the different weapon types, you have a sword, you've got an axe, you've got the lance, you've got, um, oh, what's the one they added? The fists or whatever, like the gauntlets. And so I do actually think about like two Fire Emblem Warriors, you know, clone characters aside, how like different and varied they were actually able to make some of those sword characters. Like I do think that Felix would probably be perhaps on par with like a Navarre type character or he would be Navarre, but like he would play a little bit like Navarre where we have like these fast, speedy sword movements, but maybe someone who is more sword focused, like say, um, Oh, what's his name? I'm trying to look at my list right now. Like Petra, like, well, no, that'd be a terrible, <laughs> that'd be a terrible, uh, terrible comparison. Let me look up here. Um, well, you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah. Catherine, like Catherine would probably be like way different because she has her hero's relic. The thunder and she's like the Thunderbrand, so those two characters wouldn't play the same, and it you probably wouldn't have clones of that character either. Uh, well, that's one of my big hopes. I hope that if if Catherine is in the game with Thunderbrand, I hope Thunderbrand feels different than we'll, playing as Byleth with the Sword of the Creator. Although we didn't see the Sword of the Creation in that trailer, weirdly enough, so that's another thing to be wondering about. Yeah, I just hope that they make everyone in this game cool to play as that's 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 my big thing make everyone really cool but speaking of the roster though like where do you think the ashen wolves come in do you think like they'll be in the game because they're really not like essential to the actual three houses story at all i think the ashen wolves are going to get the same treatment as the as gymnastics girl from persona 5 royale with strikers she's like we're going to pretend that part of the story doesn't exist we're going to go with the base game as our story makes sense makes sense actually here i got a th- I, I got a question for you do you think we will finally and i mean finally see holst Hilda's brother. Will we finally see him after him being talked about the entire time for three houses? I think poor Holst is still going to, he's going to have a stomach ache. He's going to eat some bad mushrooms at the start of the game. Or we're just never going to hear from him. Ah, that was probably like the one thing. Cause I was going through like other characters who didn't have like an affiliation. And I was like, what about Holst? We hear so much about Holst and how like, he's just great general, but we never actually see him. And I guess the same could be said of, um, is it, Casper, who's always talking about his dad? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, like, will we see, like, Casper's dad? He, Casper's dad doesn't even have, like, a an actual name, but at least Holst has a name. 
turns out the final boss of the thing of the entire game is just going to make the internet happy. It's going to be Bernadetta's dad. Oh, oh yes. Yes, sir. Give, give me them the gauntlets. Give the people what they want. Let Bernadette's father be a playable or not playable, just an NPC we can beat up. Ah, uh, speaking of NPCs that we can beat up, we saw Judith in the trailer. Uh, poor you, Judith getting wrecked by Edelgard. Do you think she's uh, NPC only again? I would assume that she is just going to be someone we fight. I would also we assume the same thing about the one one of Edelgard's lackeys who we saw Dimitri fighting in the trailer. I think those are just going to be uh, enemies we fight, but who knows? Maybe they'll get added to the game and we'll have like maybe 30 characters to choose from at, off right off the start. It can also be free DLC. They've done that before too. Like um, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, Volga. Uh, well, I guess it wasn't Definitive Edition. It was the original Hyrule Warriors was on Wii, Wii U, I think. Oh, were they free or were they first? God, it's been it's it's been too it's been too long. But we the Wii U had the DLC. The 3DS had its own characters with Hyrule Warriors. You can it can be a lot of things we're we're talking about with that one. Yeah, yeah. But I remember I I could be remembering this incorrectly, but on the Wii U version, I think they had like a free update, and it made like Volga playable, and the weird wizard guy playable, and whatever the third one was. And so it's completely possible that like oh Lottie Slava and Randolph could be like free like playable characters or something like that we shall see there's so much to be anticipated with this game yeah but there's also like story speculation we can make because we can notice that edelgard doesn't have her legendary weapon that she got from the uh those who slither in the dark byleth for i don't know why byleth doesn't have the sword of the creator i have to assume that's going to be a big story thing because they the trailer was making a big deal about here's byleth with her still dark blue hair turquoise hair whatever you want to call that and oh no her precious sword got slashed but it looks like a just a generic iron sword maybe kind of but she's like what the heck is that supposed to be a special sword are we supposed to care ah lots of questions so i had a theory about that like so if you remember what actually happens here is that it it, it presumed this presumably takes place in in that five years right so byleth gets knocked into the ravine and they're asleep and well, I guess we'll we'll use she because that's the one that they're showing. And she's asleep for those five years. So what I believe is happening is that Byleth is facing this purpled haired dude in sort of like a dream realm. And she's having to fight for her life. And that's why it's taken her five years to wake up. That's one thing. I have another theory. Well, actually, no, my other theory I don't think works because my theory was that when Byleth gets trapped in like that negative zone by Solus, I think his yeah. name was. Yeah. I, my theory was that purple hair got him, got Byleth out of there instead of Sothis fusing with Byleth. And that's why Byleth still has the greenish hair at this point. But uh, I don't know. We, we also saw Edelgard fighting without, without her mid time skip. So there is going to be pre time skip stuff going on. And we saw Geralt's in the trailer. Is Geralt going to actually live somehow in the golden route? Yeah. Ah. Dude, Gerald, Gerald gets up from a pool of water. And he looks pissed. I was just like, let's go, let's go. No more fire emblem dead dads. Finally, Gerald gets up. He's pissed. He has a look on his face. He's going to get on his horse and he is going to wreck stuff. 
is Gerald going to be resurrected? Because like in like the screen before we see Gerald get up, we see the, the we see dubstep land. We see, yeah. And it just makes me think, oh, is like Gerald's possibly like in a tank there because we see water there and we see Gerald kind of getting out of a puddle of water. But I don't ah, ah lots of speculation. I love it. Well, you remember that Gerald actually does have the crest of Saros. He does. He was one of the knights who received that blood transfusion. Spoiler alert for the uh, Silver Snow route. Wait, no, not Silver Snow. Uh, is it Silver Snow? Yeah, yes. it's Silver Snow. Oh, dude, you think those beasts are in the game? Definitely. Those beasts are going to be in the game. Like all the beasts that we fought in the game. Like I want to fight that giant beast from Claude's route that you only get to in his side quest, I think. I want to fight the giant robot. <laughs> it totally sounds weird that it sounds like I want to fight the giant robot in Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem? Yes, there is a giant robot in Fire Emblem. Now play my dubstep. Um, something else that we saw in that trailer too is a red-haired girl. And I was just like, is that Monica? Like true Monica, not Cronia Monica. What do you think? I think we're going to get the actual Monica. Maybe the Golden Root will figure out like, hey, maybe Gerald didn't die because Kronya didn't replace Monica. Maybe Monica is Monica. Gasp. Yeah, because like when you, I think this is actually the gatekeeper's dialogue. He goes, he says, you know, um, he's, yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, Monica disappeared right before the graduation ceremony. And I thought that she was just like afraid, like nervous about graduating or something like that. And I wonder like if she was captured, maybe not killed, but she was cloned or something weird because the Argothian or whatever they're called, the, the dubstep people, um, they have like weird technology and stuff. So it could be possible we're dealing with, with someone who's a clone or not. And like the true Monica shows up afterwards and she's like running towards someone and she has like an energy ball. It's like, a, um, uh, what's it from Naruto? The Rasengan. She's charging us to somebody with like a Rasengan blast. And I was just like, okay, okay. And then when I was watching some trailer analysis that people pointed out that she actually has like the same earring on that this new design that Edelgard has. I'm like, okay. So she's Black Eagles affiliated. So maybe, but I got, I got another theory on that too, because like after Solon betrays Kronia, she like looks at Byleth and she's like, please help me before like she ends up getting vanished into the void. So like, what if like, this is a redeemed Kronia, maybe not it's Mon and like, she just assumes the form of Monica. Ooh, good guy. Kronia. I hadn't even considered that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, she would still be like the one, you know, kind of, you know, Gerald. Yeah. Probably, but, probably not that good. But there's also the one or one known original character that they is featured heavily, including being the main person on the cover besides Byleth. We have our purple head friend who is also seemingly pos also possessed by a little girl god. I called that, uh, and in the notes I wrote, I put anti-Sothis, so I guess we'll we'll call them anti-Sothis. Does anti-Sothis have time travel powers? Is that how this is all going to come to be? I don't know, but like, if you get it, when you're looking at the screenshot of the purple haired dude, or is it a dude? You know what, whatever. I think well, it's a guy. Okay, but if you look at the purple haired dude like attacking, you can see like he has like the same like white little streak marks on his face that Antisothis has on our, on them. And he's he's also got two swords, and one of those so swords looks pretty dragon bonish to me. 
Yeah, and the other one looks like uh, like it's an Argothian technology one. I I'm, I, I cannot say their name. Argothian, Arg- Argathian. Weirdly, those who slither in the dark sounds easier. Those that slither in the dark. Had to bring that one back. <laughs> I mean, there's just there's there's so much here that they can do, and I'm just I'm really 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 hoping that they stick the landing on this. We will find out on June 24th when I'm, I know you and I are probably going to be playing that absolutely night one. I, I plan on streaming that the second that unlocks on my switch. Uh, I'm, well, they've announced a special edition for it in Japan and Europe. And I'm just like, okay, Nintendo of America, where's the special edition? I want the special edition. Yes, I, don't buy, I don't buy special edition of games like too often, but so far I've gotten them for echoes. Um, the Fire Emblem one and the three houses. And of course, you know, play Chronicles one and two. Um, but I really, I really want this one too. Cause it comes with a nice map of Foldland. It comes with a couple of acrylic figures, including like ones that haven't been revealed yet. Yes. Um, two mystery acrylic figures. Ooh, my guess it's going to be the purple haired person and anti-sothis. And since we're talking about like features and stuff, they said amiibo are featured that will let, let us unlock things for like support conversations and stuff like that. So we know supports are confirmed. Yes, which means we could potentially get supports between a lot more characters that we didn't get before. I'm looking at you, three main lords. Yeah, I, I would be I would be really excited to get like supports between like Claude and Edelgard, or again, all three lords, all three lords. I want to see them all talk to each other. They all seem like really cool. But when it says amiibo support, like, is it just going to be the old Fire Emblem amiibo, or are we going to finally see the female Byleth amiibo? I think we're going to get the female Byleth amiibo. One of my questions, will Byleth speak? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about too. Here's something interesting. Um, I, was, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm talking about the Amiibo just a little bit because in the Fire Emblem line for Amiibo, there's actually only two Fire Emblem Amiibo. It's Prom and Tiki. The other ones are part of the Smash line. So do you think we could see like Amiibo of the three house leaders plus Edelgard? Or, um, plus Byleth. Wasn't there Almond Celica too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Sorry. I thought they were, yeah, yeah, those aren't Almond Celica. I got them hanging up on my wall. I should have realized that. So it's those, it's, so it's just those four. I feel like there's a chance we can get the three houses lords to get amiibo figures, but it, it feels like the amiibo figures have slowed down a tiny bit over the last year or so. Yeah. I mean, the last one was Samus and the Emmy, I think. The last one I remember was that. They gave the Skyward Sword Zelda one. Oh yeah, that one too. It's it's a really good amiibo. If I like Zelda or collecting statuettes, I would probably get some of those, but I don't. You have Ike. Don't you lie to this podcast. You went out and you bought Ike. <laughs> I did not buy it one bit, but I do thank you for that very kind birthday gift a few years ago. Y- you went out and you said, I'm going to buy this Ike Amiibo. And then you went out and bought it. Don't lie to these people. Don't, don't let Carlos deceive you. He went out and bought it. I was there. I was there when I handed it to, I mean, uh, do I need to, br- <laughs> do I need to bring up the Lego games? No, <laughs> I, I, I am threatening to talk about that. If, <laughs> if you lie to the people, I will tell the truth about what actually happened that day in Florida at the grocery store. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh man, hey, if we uh you know what, never mind. But um yeah, I, g- I gave you that Ike amiibo uh, a couple of years back, so you'll finally get some use out of it. 
I will. I've only used it for Fire Emblem, and I think I used it to get some stuff in uh, Breath of the Wild randomly. Do you think like the amiibo could make these characters playable? I don't think so because they're because this is such a three houses. I mean, this is a three houses focused game, but I mean, you want to you want to happen see what happens if you tap Rob onto there and we get a giant robot to play as? Maybe. I just want to see my boy Roy. Perhaps we'll see our boy Roy in whatever next future Fire Emblem game we get. Maybe. Um, I'm going to go ahead and be greedy and say, hey, when can we get news on the next Fire Emblem game? Even though you've just given me the news on Fire Emblem games I want. Uh, so, I mean, is that is that pretty much everything that we want to talk about? I think that just about covers all our hopes and dreams. We talked about what we didn't want. I think I mentioned it, but just want to reemphasize, I want so, so many different play styles because, as said before, Fire Emblem Warriors did not feel as fun as I want it to be because there was too many freaking sword people who felt like they played the same. Let's not have that same problem. It's avoidable with this wide roster of different fighting styles. I think we can avoid the biggest problem I had with Fire Emblem Warriors. Also, we don't have banana hair twins. That's also a good thing. So before we move on, Cardwas, we actually got, I actually reached out to Twitter. We actually got a, we got a couple of comments. I'm going ahead and I'm going to go ahead and read those out right now. Our first one comes from Tyler at ploppy plops 86. First of all, I love that name. Um, and they say, I just hope it doesn't retcon anything or make too many drastic changes to the characters and their personalities. I hope there's more variety between the playable characters too, and that they don't end up feeling like clones of the others, like in the first fire emblem warriors. And that's a valid thing. That's, you know, it's something that we talked about throughout this episode too. And it not, it not retconning anything. I think that's, kind of confirmed a little bit with the Japanese website saying that, Hey, this is a possible another route. So yeah, it just depends on where that other possible route starts. Does it happen like before Geralt's death and Geralt's alive? Because a lot of things changed after Geralt died with the change, some people's personalities. And then our second one here is from uh Skyzer at Skyzer Harada. They write distinct combos for mages slash archers that aren't repeated from the previous game more combo attacks using the pair up feature if it's in the new game. And yeah, like mages and archers, I think they were probably like the worst offenders of the clone syndrome. Yeah. All the archers felt the same. Like thankfully I, we're going to get at least two different archer styles in this game because Claude has the, has his wyvern and I don't think anyone else is going to get the, the wyvern with the bow. So I think we're going to at least have two different ways of having the bow characters feel. Right, and I was trying to think of if there's anybody else that actually has a bow for a legendary weapon, or I'm not legendary weapon, a hero's relic, and I don't think there is. Uh, 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 I'm looking through the roster right now. No, yeah, no one, no one else does. But um, yeah, like that's I think that's what I'm, what I'm hoping for with mages. Like for example, like a dark mage, like someone who uses exclusively dark magic. Hopefully, they won't be the same as someone who uses light magic or fire magic or ice magic or anything like that. That's that's one of the biggest things that I'm hoping for, too. Will Lysithia be able to destroy the Death Knight in one hit? That will make or break this game. As always, though, you know, thank you for thank you for the comments. Um, you can always send us stuff at Emblem Supports on Twitter, and you can re- and we'll read it out on the show. I think that last one was made by my Twitch friend uh, Sharada Sky. Yep, that's that's the one. Now let us move on to hypothetically one thing we could potentially be getting. As we've discussed, supports between the three lords. Sadly, that's not in three houses because, of course, they're never going to be able to get to an A support. But 
there is one other place where you could potentially get those three to talk to each other. Back in 2020, I believe, or let's just say Choose Your Legends 4. The winners of Choose Your Legends 4 were Claude, Edelgard, Dimitri, and Lysithia, respectively. So they got brand new costumes. And these costumes were each based on a different path. So Edelgard's, I mean, they're their, it's their third tier outfits, but like Dimitri's is based on if, hey, Dimitri came out on top of his path. Claude's is based on um, if Claude came out on top of his path. And Lysithia's from that same world. And Adel, and um, Dimitri, did I say? I think you said Dimitri. Yeah, so basically each one, each one of these characters, except for Lysithia, who's from Claude's world, is actually based on um, if they came out on top in their respective paths. And they had this, they had a unique conversation where they actually all meet each other for the first time. And they're like, huh. And uh, we're going to do our best to read this because there's multiple parts of this conversation. Yes, we're, there is a C support that is in here, but we're going to skip that one just a heads up because there are a lot more characters and we want to focus on the mainly Dimitri, Claude and Edelgard dynamic. So we've got an opening scene, which we'll treat as the C and a B and an A. Right. So uh, this is look, it's going to, it's going to be a little bit confusing trying to keep up with who's who, but which characters do you want? I'll go Lysithia, Claude, and there's one line by someone named Sharina. Do you want to explain who the heck that is? Uh, Sharina is one of the original characters for um, Fire Emblem Heroes. She is the princess of one of the prince. She's the princess of Ascar, and uh, one of the starting playable characters. She wants to be friends with everybody, and she has a very nice and bubbly personality. So I guess that leaves Edelgard and Dimitri to me. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I think I do Edelgard and Dimitri. <clears throat> so um, because the because Edelgard and Dimitri start with ellipses, I want you can go ahead and start with Claude. So, how about this weather? Is it just me, or has it gotten really tense in here all of a sudden? Really. I hadn't noticed. What could possibly have these two worked up, I wonder? You can drop the act, Claude. This isn't Fodlin. Are we really going to insist on dragging Fodlin's conflict with a into Ascar? No, but Cynthia has a point. There is no good reason for us to fight one another in this world. I suppose the change does render our old grudges irrelevant. Spoken just like the Dimitri, I... <laughs> no, I... I, I can't get through that with a straight face. When did you learn to relax? I must admit, I share a surprise. You're a completely different person than the Dimitri I faced in battle. I shudder to, to think what became of me in your worlds. In Fodlan, the kingdom of Fargus defeated the Adrestian Empire, and I was crowned king. Yeah, that's kind of not what happened in mine. And how about the Empire was victorious in your Fodlan, wasn't it, princess? Or should I say, your majesty? Yes, it was. But victory did not come by my strength alone. My teacher was always by my side. The war in your world must have gone well for the Leicester Alliance, Claude. Did you become king? The Alliance did win the war, and we did establish a new unified kingdom of Folan. Claude didn't rule it, though. He went back home to Almyra and lived as royalty there. Claude is Almyran royalty? How can that be? Were you not heir to the House Reagan? We can talk out little details like that another time. For now, I have a favor to ask both of you. First, 
Why don't we stop giving Princess Sharina a headache and call a truce for our stay and ask her? Oh, yes, please. I'm all for that. We can't have the heroes fighting each other. I understand that our purpose here is to defend the people of Asker. With that in mind, I accept. As do I. To be at one another's throats now would be a counter to all our goals. Great to hear. There's just one more tiny little wrinkle. There are other versions of us here. Versions who are five years younger. You're joking. Afraid I'm not. So let's all keep clear of them, okay? It's for the best we not talk to them about, well, anything. I love, see, the, the thing about the forging bonds for this one is that they're all characters from the same game. So they all have the same situation they can talk about. Sometimes in forging bonds, what you have is like, you'll have characters that aren't from the same game, or maybe it's like they are from the same game, but they might be from like different generations. And so they kind of have to bridge the gaps. And those conversations are interesting, but here we have something that's probably one of the coolest things that we get to see because the characters don't naturally talk to each other in like a calm, rational state. Even like later on where I want to say last year they had a fallen banner and you had like a fallen Dimitri and a fallen Edelgard and they were like at each other's throats. <laughs> but we... We get to see these guys getting along, even though, like, in their timelines, they either killed or heard of the others getting killed the entire time. So this is, it's an interesting conversation to be having with people you know to be dead. Yeah, and I should point out here, like, these versions of the characters, or this um, Forging Bonds is actually called A New Future. Yeah, I hope we did a, uh, hope we did a good job to distinguish the voices. It's a little hard, but uh, I, I really felt like this one was needed for this subject. And plus, one thing I did like, I like how both Edelgard and Claude were like, Dimitri, you're not a crazy murder hobo anymore. He's like, no, what are you talking about? Come on, Dimitri, we know. Yeah. Shall we move on to the B? Claude, may I have a word? Hey, no need to be so hesitant. We're all dining hall pals, you know? We won't let one little war get in the way of that, will we? The years haven't changed you a bit. The old tree may look changed, but the roots are the same as ever. I could say the same thing about you, couldn't I? Anyway, what's this word you're after? Upon reflection, I'm not sure it's wise to hide the truth of what happened five years ago from our other selves. To hide from them that what will occur at Garrick Mock. What will happen to the professor? Honestly, my friend, I had my reservations about keeping this from the professor as well. To hide for myself is one thing, but Teach? Let's just say I didn't expect a past version of Teach to be here as well. Your professor might have the power to avert that tragedy. To save many lives that were lost. He has a point, Claude. Yeah, maybe. Don't you think we should take this opportunity to prevent the war? This might even be the reasons we were brought to ask her to begin with. Hmm. Don't be shy, Your Majesty. Join the party. Whether we tell them or not makes no difference at all. All three of us had a, had at least some idea five years ago what was going to occur in Fodland. Hmm. If I had five years, if I had seen myself five years ago as I am now, it would only have hardened my resolve. Whether you tell them the truth or not, our past and futures will remain the same. Eh, maybe you're right. Even so, I still think that there may be value in keeping this knowledge from them. There's another possibility we haven't considered yet. 
So when choosing this specific um, conversation for this, I, for whatever reason, I remembered that Claude said that there's another possibility that we haven't considered yet. And keep in mind, this is two years ago. So for some reason, I had that in the back of my mind the entire time. And that's like the entire reason why I chose this is just for that one line. And this next interesting conversation. I swear if heroes canonically is the reason three hopes happens. They won't. There's, there's one line. Why? Yeah, that won't happen. But I, I it's a, this was a good conversation. You get to have the very natural, very important as all with all time travel uh, programs. The conversation of, Hey, why don't we try to tell ourselves what happened so we can prevent stuff. And, and they're not even trying to tell themselves. They're talking about, let's tell Byleth. Byleth could potentially bring us all together. Basically. I think we should move on to the A. Another possibility. That's right. From five years ago to today, each of us have done what we thought was best for the situation. Right or wrong, we each played our hand with the cars we were dealt. That much is set in stone. I can't argue with that. So, even if we talk to our past selves now and try to convince them to change, they wouldn't. Precisely. I have chosen my path, and I will never stop fighting for what I believe in. True. But there's one advantage these past versions of us have that we didn't have five years ago. Asker. They have Asker. Right on, Tempest King. And how they learn and grow while they're in Asker could change everything. So you're saying Folden could turn out different based on how things go here? Ah, maybe. I'm at least saying that I don't know any of my actions here to ruin the possibilities. For that reason, I think we should all take a step back and trust ourselves to work things out. Of course, that does include Teach. Oh, I don't think spending time in Asker is likely to change anything, but it's not impossible. A future that none of us had an opportunity to experience. Even the mere possibility of it is staggering. My path will not so easily be altered. Even so, it is possible that there's, a, that there's a solution to Folden's problems that I haven't discovered. Our other selves may just light the way to a whole new future. Hey everyone, I finally found you. Just wanted to let you know that training's about to start. Ah, the irresistible call of routine training. That takes me back. What do you say, the Black Eagles, Blue Lions, and Golden Deer have a little competition for old time's sake it feels strange to step back into the role of class leader after ruling a nation then again why not i'll showcase the lance skills passed down to me by my father <laughs> if for no reason other than to show my teacher how much i've grown i accept but i will not hold back it's decided then come on lysithia just like that oh you are as immature and as impulsive as ever I to see everyone getting along. I was worried for a while there. Well, at least we're able to act like old friends. That may be all we can hope for. But seeing it does make me wonder, what could have been? If our time at the monastery was never interrupted by war? If our paths continued on from there? Could we have arrived at an entirely new future? And there it is. That last line, could we have arrived at an entirely new future? Of course, the whole like 
thing about not having a war or whatever, obviously that's not going to happen, but still I like the fact that we, that we have this, like this little breadcrumb of a possibility. Cause I remember reading this back at the time I was like, man, I feel the same way. If only we could have like a different possibility for like everything that went down. And you know, now we're getting it with fire emblem three hopes. I really enjoy this. All, all three of the, or all four of these characters have basically achieved their victory. They've achieved their goals. And now that they've achieved their goals, they wonder, man, maybe they have that presence of mind, that peace of mind to think, okay, I succeeded this way. Maybe I can see succeed in another way that has a lot less death. And maybe we could actually get along. That's something they couldn't figure out for their old younger selves because they hadn't achieved that. And we, I, I like that we get this conversation between all of these fully developed versions of themselves. Yeah. And according to like, I want to say that Monastery Claude and Monastery Hilda also appear in this in like a different conversation. And they're like, you know, Claude from five years ago is here. And Claude's like, oh, really? I, I haven't seen him. So they've, they've still never like told them, told their past selves. So there's kind of like this secret pact thing going on. I kind of like it. Overall, I really enjoyed the support. Uh, glad it happened. S- solid. I just don't care that much about the Asker world, but I'd give it a four or five. It's somewhere in there. I, I have no problems with it. Yeah. As I said, I hope the voices and stuff weren't too confusing, but I felt like this was just too important not to look at. But I believe that closes this subject, at least for now, until June the 24th comes around. But why don't you tell the people what to expect next time on the emblem sport podcast? Well, we actually had to push this. Uh, we actually had to push our original plans back because the Nintendo direct dropped with all the stuff about, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles. Thir- uh, right, right, right. Fire Emblem three hopes. I, I get it. Um, but yeah, the, the direct drop. And so we had to push our plans back. So the next time we're going to be looking at five years of Fire Emblem hopes, all the cool things that this game, that Fire the game hopes. has brought us. Fire Emblem hopes. <laughs> here we go here we go again um but fire, five years of fire emblem heroes and we're gonna look at all the cool things that that game has given us uh some of the things we like some of the things we don't like um how great dorcas is how great joshua is uh the first hero summoned ever was virian um including the choose your own legend six results yeah I, we're gonna start from number 20 right yeah, sure. We can we can try that again. It worked so well the first time. Erase that episode from history. Our listeners have made it this far, so we, apparently we've done right by them ever since then. Oh, but Cardwiz, where can they find you at? They can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Cardwiz or on Twitter at KD Corley. And you can find me over at twitch.tv slash Planordo, Twitter at Planordo, and the podcast at Emblem Supports. And with all that said, chapter complete.